0: We Got This this Is (laughs) is, you know, it is, it's a way for us to connect and empower each other. And also, you know, use one another to educate each other through difficult times and to know that we're not alone. So that's my whole purpose of creating We Got This Is podcast because I wanna bring us together in ways you know like i've never seen before so i'm excited about this journey and what um and what is to come the different connections and the different seasons of growth that that i'm going to go through not just me by myself but with you guys as well so i'm excited for not just me my listeners my guests and everyone that you know is a part of we got this this podcast yeah awesome yeah
1: Hey ladies. What's up y'all? We are the Strat Sisters. I'm Sharon. And I'm Carla. And we're here to talk about sincere, transparent, relevant, and authentic topics.
0: We hope you'll join us for more episodes. And don't forget to subscribe to We Got This Sis podcast. Get ready to hear more conversations with us. Come on sis, let's just get started. First, let me start off by saying I really, really, truly, truly, from the bottom of my heart to the tip top, from the side to the side, I appreciate you for tag teaming me on this strat, sister. It's very important. God gave it to me a while ago, and I knew it was something special, and just to see it go into, you know, blossom, it's just a beautiful thing. And so, and you got anything you want to say before we jump into our conversation?
1: Um, I am honored, you know, first and foremost to call you friend and then to be able to collaborate with you. You know, we got this. This is such a powerful, you know, platform. I know that you're helping so many women. So I'm really just honored, you know, to partner with you with Strat Sisters and to really help our help our fellow women out. Listen, I couldn't have I couldn't have picked anybody better. Like, I feel like
0: we always flow. We're on the same page. We're friends. We're sisters. Um, it's just, we, we give it to each other straight. Yes, I was just about to say that. And <laughs> so just to let our listeners know what we're going to be talking about today, we're going to just recap um, the first episode. Um, me and Mr. Palmer discussed attachment styles. And so we both listened to the episode and we just kind of want to give our perspectives after listening to it like what we got from it whether we learned anything just just whatever so we're just gonna go through this we, we got our notes so we
1: ready to we bring it <laughs> it was a great so, episode
0: yeah I thought it was it was a lot of information I had heard it before but even hearing it again kind of like you know really made me help me to kind of see where I'm at now where you know from where I first when I first heard about it I was able to see the growth into now listening to it as well so um
1: yeah the way he broke so, it down
0: was was
1: on point it was definitely he took he took information and made it easy to understand
0: under, yeah
1: that's what I love about Mr. Parmer. like he breaks it down to where
0: like you got it you got it so um tell me what you learned about yourself through knowing the split the different attachment styles
1: um my main takeaway was you know, just trying to understand how I can better be ready to soothe myself. I think that like sometimes when we get upset or when we are like going through things, we may not know why we're doing it. Mm -hmm. And I think that my main takeaway is understanding when I can like, okay, I'm in this category. I may, when I get into high stress, I may avoid or I may withdraw. Why do I do that? So Mm -hmm. I think that it helps to be able to label it not so I can feel bad or feel shame, but so I can understand how to be more secure. And I think mm-hmm. that him like breaking down every category helped me like understand how I can be better, you know, because you mm-hmm. can't fix something that you don't you don't know the problem. So it's like- right about I that, was listen. Able, yeah, I was able, and it also helped me kind of understand too, like when I get into a relationship, be able to spot, okay, what type of attachment style do you have? And is that compatible with me? So mm-hmm. that was my those are my takeaways. It was so many cuz he gave so much yeah. information, but those really stuck out.
0: I definitely thought it was important to share um this with um others because um just to kind of give y'all a little uh background on the different attachment styles we have, the anxious pursuer, the avoidant pursuer, um the avoidant withdrawer. Well, avoidant pr- withdrawer and pursuer, that's the same thing. He just once you kind of hear the definition you understand mm-hmm. like the the two why those who are connected in the same mm-hmm. thing and also um fearful pursuer and then he did speak on secure and so for me as I was listening to it one of the things that um I feel like I could re- resonate with was the anxious pursuer and I know pursuer is on the end of that word but I'm not a natural pursuer I don't pursue um in relationships, but I do pursue in things that benefit me as far as like my career and things like that. But being an anxious pursuer just put that emphasis on, you know, the behavior behind it. So what I took away from it was um, I had to start paying attention, similar to what you said, paying attention to my, my body, you know, right. or how I feel in my body, um, being able to slow down and be steady. You know, and so um, understanding where I was, just like you said, it kind of helped me to understand the direction I needed to go in when it came to connecting to um, people, whether it was a intimate relationship or friendships or, um, you know, work relationships and or family relationships, you know, and so I was able to identify myself with Sometimes each of the attachment styles in different relationships. So right. So yeah. I
1: think one thing too that I think that you just said that was really important is like you can be you can have more than one attachment style in different situations, or you can start off you know having a secure attachment style and go through a trauma or a betrayal or some kind of loss, and it caused you to you know form maybe like, uh, maybe you're more anxious you know mm-hmm. um one thing that he fearful, said too, or fearful or mm-hmm. fearful one thing he said too was like our attachment styles come from how we were raised like they come from our relationships with our parents our childhood so when, relationships mm-hmm. exactly and once I once I understood that it's like okay we didn't have any control over that so it's like it's not our fault you know like mm-hmm. how it's just not our fault but what we can do is take that information and become healthier and become yep. better so and apply it to our adult life um that's one of the
0: things that i found interesting to how the connection was made from your childhood to your uh, adult life and you know seeing why like these attachment styles aren't like bad they don't they're not putting a label on you and it doesn't define who you are like you said and so um I just thought like the, moment, the aha moment for me was to understand why I was so anxious and where that came from, you know, mm-hmm. because I thought it was such a bad thing, which it can come, it can affect situations negatively, but it's not such a bad thing when you learn about it. Once you know mm-hmm. about it, you're able to apply different things to your life to kind of help you um, embrace that, that side of you. So right. that was one of the things I got from it as well. So um I know when we were talking about it you were um, you asked a question, you asked me a question about um, you know how does it how does it affect um, the choices that we make when it comes to yeah, relationships.
1: Yeah. So, so I was thinking as I was listening, you know, I came up with some questions for you because I think that you can kind of we learn through Q&A. So Listen. the questions that I had was what have you learned about yourself through knowing your specific attachment style? So once you found out, okay, mm-hmm. hey, I'm anxious, like how did that help you like know yourself a little bit more? I know you kind of already touched on it, but yeah. Well, I had to like,
0: yeah, I would like to kind of dive into that a little bit more. Like I started noticing first, you know, signs in my body and how I felt, you know, and certain things were triggering me. And before I didn't know what those things were what it meant i just knew it made me feel some type of way and so you know going to therapy helped me understand like what being anxious is and um just how how it kind of manifests in my life and so Mm -hmm. knowing that i actually wrote a couple of things down that i wanted to talk about (laughs) um I'm gonna repeat your question just to make sure I answer it correctly but um, how does it help me to make better choices when it comes to choosing a significant other I just kind of formed that into my own words but um, one thing I realized is um, my needs versus my wants Mm. Um, in this place that I'm in you know there's a certain type of person I would need next to me and so I'm not dating or anything just to put that out there (laughs) but if I were were to um you know it would have to be someone that is able to communicate you know more on the secure side because I found myself being more drawn to um avoidant pursuers or withdrawers Mm-hmm. And for me, that doesn't work because as, as an anxious pursuer, you know, I love to communicate it, like it, it could work if we can find a balance, but it takes communication to do that. So I would need someone that's able to communicate, kind of meet me in the middle, right. you know. And so for me, in choosing someone, I would look for those things. I would look for someone that knows how to communicate, that um, is able to express themselves um, emotionally, you know, certain things that I need in this season. Um, right. But I also um realized that I needed to break a cycle, which yeah, was, good. yeah, which was finding that what it was inside of me that needed so much from other people or or that wanted them to stay so badly. you know what I'm saying, like the fear of losing someone, how right. that affected my relationships. and so, um now being outside a relationship or just being able to prioritize my life, I'm more. In a place where I can see more clearly, I'm more focused focused on me. And so, um, one of the things that we do talk about in my therapy sessions, which I'm very open, so I don't mind sharing, is you know the fear of of, of losing someone, and it's not like per se to death but just losing in general right and so I had to figure out why like where is that coming from because it came from a place and so going back into you know back in the day either even from childhood and then from there you know losing my brother how that affected me on the inside right mm-hmm. and so then the, the way it manifested it causes me to choose relationships from that empty place you know what I mean okay, yeah yeah and so um and it's not a good or a bad thing, you know. It's just a learning. It's something that I've learned, and it makes me want to be in a more secure place, in a healthier place, so I can choose from that place. Because I have heard my um, first lady, Lady Nikki, um, pastor Nikki um, mm-hmm. at the Brook, she said um, she had a sermon on "I chose right." And you know me, I'm so funny. I was like, "Well, God, dog, I've been choosing wrong, girl. Tell me how you chose <laughs> right." You know what I mean? Let but us I know. Understand. Yeah, I understand. Like, but being in a place where you're whole and you feel yes. like already secure before even jumping in, into anything, it means, it doesn't mean anything, but you don't have that much of an expectation on the other right. person, you know, you don't put that much pressure on your relationship, you can learn how to be friends before you go into, you know, so on the relationship side, and I don't just want to talk about relationships, but even uh, being anxious in my um, relationships with my siblings and my parents, and, and even my friends and co-workers, it even shows up there and I give a lot in those areas because I'm afraid to lose. Once I love somebody, and once I attach myself to somebody, then that's when it starts to come out. You know, at first it's hard to kind of get there with me, but once we're there, we're there. And so, but one of the things I did learn, um, is really to kind of become one with myself. You know what I'm saying? Beholding yes. myself before, you know, putting that on other people. I'm not saying I remember we. I told you that I didn't think it was safe. I mean, I said it was safe to to date in this place, or mm-hmm. I felt like it was. I didn't know. I was just trying it out. But in that, I realized for me, in this healing place, I could date. But it really would have to be a secure person, a person that sees my potential, that's able to communicate, that sees where I'm at and understand where I've been and where I'm going. And right it's hard to kind of like really find that nowadays. And so for me, I'm not in no rush, you know, I'm good where I'm at. I got, you know, many things going on for myself. So that's just my focus, you know, being the best me and not only for, I'm gonna do it for me, of course but I have to think about it from the other perspective too. I'm mm-hmm. sure my significant other, my future is gonna want someone who's secure as well, Of course, you know what I mean? And so, yeah. I hope I answered all your questions in the nutshell.
1: <laughs> you did. That was a and lot. You, you said a lot of great things. I kind of want to like recap, like one thing that you said that's so true is wanting somebody who is basically on your wavelength. When I think about the prop, like, dating and you were saying that you're in a, you did think you were in a place where you wanted to date where you are right now but now you're like okay you know what maybe I just want to focus on myself mm-hmm. there's so much wisdom and first of all being mature enough to even realize that mm-hmm. and we sometimes we can date from a broken place and then you just attract you you're always going to attract what you are mm-hmm. so I think that when we I talk agree. about wanting to have a secure partner we gotta think like, is that even fair? Like if I'm working on myself and I know that I'm, I tend to be avoidant, but I'm asking for a secure partner, like you said, we shouldn't, is it even fair to put that pressure on them to be the one who has it together while they wait on me to get it together? Mm-hmm. In my opinion, I think that if you decide to date in a space where you're healing, um, I think that it would need to be with someone who's also healing who know, who's identified places where they're trying to get healthier and you're trying to get healthier and y'all can grow together. Um, I think that like when you're thinking about dating from a place of, I want somebody who's secure and you know that you're not, I think that's not, that's kind of unfair. So when you said that, I was like, yeah, that's true. And you were like, I also want to be whole because how am I going to pour from an empty cup? Basically, I'm just going to attract out of a deficit. So there's like a lot of wisdom in that. And It's encouraging to hear you say all those things, because I think that as women, sometimes we don't want to be alone, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but there's so much, there's so many beautiful things that can come from just sitting still and being with yourself. And like you said, figuring out I may want this, but I don't need it right now. So I'm, I'm encouraged listening to you and just understanding that, like you said, attachment styles are not negative. It's just a matter of, okay, how can I... They can turn into negative experiences if we mm-hmm. don't know better.
0: No, so, if we don't know better. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And we all are fighting to be And we're secure. not aware. Sir. And we're not aware. And so yeah. my last question, you were talking about like, we want to be secure. I want to be secure. That should be the goal for everybody to be in that middle place where we're mm-hmm. secure. So when you think about, okay, I'm kind of anxious. Well, now I'm kind of, I am anxious. In your mind, what does a secure version of sharing
0: look like oh good one but before <laughs> we go there I do want to um add something on to what you were saying um, yeah yeah you know two people dating and they're healing or a healing person dating a secure person I think let me let me add this in um we have to do what's best for us right we can't do what others feel is best for us and if we're truly healing right Say if that, we're truly girl. healing then we'll know where we're at to know. What, what our capacity allows us to do, and then what it doesn't. You know what I'm saying? What we, what we can handle and what we can't. And for me, in the place that I'm in, it's not even, I don't even feel like I'm the, I can't handle it. I just haven't met somebody that's able to handle. Walk me. your journey
1: with you. Right. Yeah, work yeah. my journey with
0: me. Because I don't feel that I'm the type of person that puts my weight onto other people, but I do have expectation if you, if you want to be here in this space so it's 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 on both ends it's a give and take situation but you truly have to know who you are and where you at and honestly do what's best for you and your partner because when you do what's best for you you're doing what's best for them as well in hindsight and so so yeah I just kind of wanted to plug that in um a secure sharing girl I could (laughs) have Ooh, I can say a lot but I kind of want to just speak on my present right now like my current um a more secure sharing is um She's more grounded and secure. And when I say secure, because secure defines just, that's just the word. And I know we're trying to find secure. What does that mean? But to be slow and steady, you mm-hmm. know, that's patient, you know, and so being an anxious person, I noticed that, you know, I jump fast. I'm quick to do this and, and timing is everything. It's a time and a place for everything. So being slow and steady, slowing down, grounding myself into a place where I'm able to either react or make a decision or whatever it is the situation is calling, calling me to do, then I'm able to do it from a grounded place, not an emotional place. Whether my emotions are too high or too low, I want to be in a place where I'm able to um, make healthy choices for myself. And so, and and whoever is, and whoever I'm attached to, if it, if it's somebody that is also in the situation. So yeah, I hope that answers. That's That's just, that's my start. That's where I'm at. And I feel like I'm in a great place with that. Um, I feel like, um, this journey is really, and and, then I also wanted to say, when you spoke on loneliness, I wanted to speak on that because it ain't all peaches and cream. It gets lonely, it gets hard, and it gets to the point where you be like, all right, that thing I said I didn't want, I kind of want it now. You know what I mean? (laughs) But, you know, even in that, I have to remember my why. You know what I'm saying? Why am I here? You know, I got to remind myself of times that put me in this place that I'm Mm -hmm. in now. You know what I'm saying? And I have to really just kind of, you know, Like I said, ground myself because that anxious point is like a low anxious place where you're feeling like you need something just because you're feeling lonely. And so then I had to I had to go back and meditate and ground myself. And and whether I'm listening to instrumental music, whether I'm praying, you know, I hear from God mostly when I'm not saying anything, Um, when I'm not praying and I'm listening to my instrumental music, I'm laying there. I hear him in a book sometimes when I'm reading. So it's certain things that I force, I push myself to do because I know that that's a place of, uh, um, that's my place of a ground. You know, it grounds me. It gets me back to sharing my core self. And so, so yeah, I just kind of want to plug that in.
1: You you're laying the foundation. You know, yeah. like you can't, you can't launch off of a shaky, shaky place. So if you're trying Mm -hmm. to go up, you know what I'm saying? you got to have that foundation. So all of that sounds smart.
0: And one of the things, I'm going to read some of the things that I wrote. Um, Well, I guess I said all of those things, but a secure sharing would be more grounded. Um, I would stay more aligned with my true core values, my beliefs in myself, and just being more more slow and steady and more soft. And so,
1: yeah.
0: Slow and soft.
1: Slow and soft. So, yeah. 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 Um I really have enjoyed um this topic and Definitely. I feel like I feel like it's so it's so much to it. I encourage, you know, anyone who's listening to really really like read into it for yourself because mm-hmm. Mr. um Palmer gave a lot of great information and I feel like when you kind of take it all in, you kind got, you got to go by yourself and really yeah. look into it because it's a lot of information but I can appreciate you know breaking it down you know breaking it down and just understanding and some of the things that you've said have resonated with me because you have to like get to that place where i'm going to do what's best for me no matter what mm-hmm. and knowing like your needs from your wants like this is remembering your why mm-hmm. that's so powerful like remember it your is. why because when you are alone I have to. and you get lonely you got to remember your why but let's say you're in a relationship girl Oh, say, I wanted to speak on that. <laughs> you got to remember your why then, too. Like, why yeah. am I here with this person? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, mm-hmm. because I love them and I care about them and they're going through their work, too. Like, it's like you always got to come back to your why. So when you said that, I was like, yes.
0: Well, yes. we should sit there for a minute because I did want to say, you know, for those of um, those of you who listening, who are listening in, in, in a relationship like this should not only affect you, but it should affect not the way you see yourself, but it should affect the way you see your partners as well, because we have to realize that we all come from different backgrounds. Yes. So we all going to come to the table with something. But when we have that mindset of I love this person, I want to be with this person. I understand that I don't like this about this person, but I understand that she's not doing this because she doesn't love me. She's just doing this because that's who she is, mm-hmm. you know, and it's ways that we can c- communicate And figure this thing out but when we avoid one another or we attack one another that's where the problem lies but if we don't first see ourselves because seeing our seeing myself helped me to be like dang that's probably why he act like that or that's probably why he treated me this way to help me give grace when when it's needed now grace don't mean stay let me throw that out there. Now that's that's sharing. Now that, that now follow oh, Jesus. Toxic don't follow situation. Right. <laughs>
1: toxic situation. But that don't yes. mean
0: stay, But it's able. Like even like, and I can say this. Even recently getting out of a relationship, it was very difficult. You know, we had experienced a lot. You know, together, um throughout our relationship. So it was parts of me that was angry because the ain't the the relationship ended or or how things ended or whatever or how long it took to end. It was things that I could have stayed angry at, you know, but dissecting myself in a relationship, dissecting the other person in a relationship kind of just helped me understand that we all deal with things and and it manifests in different ways. Now we can choose if we wanna stay and deal with those things or not, but you know, at the, like I said, we have to do what's best for ourselves. And and so I just kind of wanted to plug plug that and girl, i'm just i'm learning so now if i if, if episode 20 come and i say something <laughs>
1: different don't judge me <laughs> this is and my we're learning, learning. Exactly. we're growing we're we growing growing. Through this.
0: we got this sis remember that <laughs>
1: <laughs> can i just say real quick when you said that this understanding your attachment styles also also helps you relate to your partner mm-hmm. you it's it's you got to know that like if you're dealing with somebody who comes to you and says babe I deal with abandonment issues, and when you just go off and stop talking to me, I start getting anxious. Like, you got to listen to that. You got to understand that how you behave and the things that you do can activate their attachment system, and if you care, you got to, like you said, you got to have grace. If I say, hey, Sharon, we're in a friendship. If I say, hey, Sharon, like, when you and I have discussions and you get real, real passionate it, it causes me to withdraw mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it activates my attachment system. Then as a friend who cares, you gotta be like, okay, let me think about how I communicate with this person because I know how they, I know they avoid or I know they're anxious. Like all of that information, mm-hmm. you gotta take into consideration to care about the other person. Mm-hmm. Like it matters. It really it matters. does.
0: Yeah, it really does. Like for me, I know that I can be on 10. Like for me, it's 10, it's either 10, it's either one or 10 like that in between, that's, that's, that's my secure place that in between, you know? And so that's the place that I'm coming to, because I know that I can be overwhelming when I'm excited, or even if I'm emotional, you know, whatever, it can be overwhelming. But I'm also that person that you can say, all right, Sharon, girl, you, you know, it's a little too much for me. I need, you know, I may need to take a moment or I may need a whatever. And I understand that because I know I'm a lot, a lot of greatness, but I'm a lot, you know what I'm saying? Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm a lot, but I I also understand that people can take, have to take me in doses. That's cool. Hell, I mean, excuse my French. I have to take people in doses. So I get it. I understand it. Like I may seem like an extrovert, but mm -mm. Mm -mm. like I get anxiety being around. Yeah, I get anxiety being in, like, people don't see that. I mean, if you know me, you'll know because I talk a lot, or I get real anxious. That's when you—that's because I'm feeling a lot of anxiety being in a room full of crowded people, you know. And energy is everything, and so um, I have to and be your mindful needs to of know the energy. Yeah, and so, and I think me understanding those things within myself will kind of help me to um, be able to communicate those things to my partner, right. as right. well as see whether they are willing to. Um, you know, ride that wave with me or not. And so that that's just what it is for me.
1: Compatibility.
0: Compatibility is everything. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good old wrap-up combo right there. It's like, <laughs> I mean, uh, statement right there.
1: What you yeah, think? Yeah, like, I feel like we have touched on some things that mm-hmm. just basically recapping, but I will say that I've enjoyed it. Um, if you have not listened to the attachment podcast I mean first of all you need to be listening to it before you listen to us 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 anyway yeah but yeah no it's really good it's so much information but it's helpful and it's beneficial and anytime you're trying to grow you got to know where to improve at so
0: and I just want to
1: plug yeah I've enjoyed this conversation
0: and the whole point of us doing this is to kind of let you all hear that we're not alone we all go through things we all experience things we all growing through things and so um, at the end of the day you know we're not in this alone we got this this before we end i really want carla to give us her um her platforms that she's on instagram you can follow her and facebook and just tell them a little bit about yourself
1: so, um, I am Carla with the K on Instagram. I have a business, Flex Spec. So, check us out. Um, I'm Carla Thurman on Facebook. And my message is really just empowerment for young women, um, fostering and cultivating healthy relationships with God, with self first, and then with other people. Um, I'm a businesswoman, I'm a nursing student, I'm a mom. I wear many hats, but the main hat I wear is just promoting high self esteem and high self worth in women mm-hmm. because we need it. We need mm-hmm. each other. See, y'all see? Yep. Y'all see why. Y'all see why. Okay.
0: <laughs> so y'all expect more and more from me and Carla Strat Sisters. We are gonna hold it down. I hope you guys tune into the next episode. Do not forget to subscribe. Make sure if you're listening that you screenshot and make sure you tag us again. My hashtag, I mean, sorry, my hashtag. Well, yeah, yeah hashtag us. We got this sis hashtag. Um, you can follow me at Sharon underscore Janelle. That's J-E-A-N e-l-l-e and that's on instagram as well as any other platform is Sharon janelle as well and carla is carla with the k well, thank you for listening to another episode of we got this, this podcast don't forget to subscribe and make sure you follow me on all social media platforms at Sharon underscore janelle and don't forget we got this sis